1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel, and today we're going to hear an origin story. An origin story is one that answers questions like, how did this character get to where they are today? And where did they come from? This episode will explore the origin of Tim and Ray from the ninjas of Valleytown. Today's story is titled Cave Crashers, and I hope you enjoy it. Tim and Ray are up with the sun. The brothers live in a small town called Gemrock Village, and every morning, they meet at the mouth of the caverns just as the sun begins to creep above the rolling hills. As the sunlight washes over the small village, Tim and Ray check all their gear. Cave crashers need to be resourceful, and their gear usually consists of traps, potions, ropes, food, weapons, and climbing equipment. Often, these two cave crashers will spend the entire day clearing the caves of bandits dangerous creatures and trolls, so that the workers can mine the gemstones safely. As the brothers approach the main entrance to the cave, they speak with the miners to learn about what they've been seeing and hearing in the caverns recently. After talking for a few minutes, they discover that miners have been hearing interesting sounds and seeing light coming from the southeast corridor, a place that hasn't been used for mining in many years. Tim and Ray know of a shortcut that will take them right to that area in just a couple hours. While the brothers begin another day of cave crashing, Master Momo and Ben-Ben the Ninja were investigating some issues of their own. Not too far from Gemrock Village, on the edge of the Dark Forest, Momo and Ben-Ben were tracking a notorious thief, an all-around troublemaker that people called the Mysterious Mr. Max. Max had recently been stealing... ...from the people of Valleytown, the people that Momo and Ben-Ben swore to protect. For three days, the ninjas had tracked Max, and finally they reached an old abandoned cave entrance. They knew these caverns were somehow connected to the mines of Gemrock Village, but they had never been inside. They had no idea what to expect, so they just agreed to take it slow and be cautious. The cave entrance was nearly hidden by fallen trees and overgrown bushes and plants... If it weren't for Momo's excellent tracking skills, they may have never noticed it. And once inside, it took a while for their eyes to adjust to the darkness. It was so dark and difficult to see that they had to walk with their hands along the wall sometimes, feeling their way around. And periodically they would stop to listen real hard, trying to get clues to Max's whereabouts. Eventually, they began to hear faint sounds of talking and the shuffling of feet and clanking of metal, but no matter how the ninjas followed the sounds, they couldn't seem to get any closer. As they continued their search, it began to seem as if they were getting lost. Ben-Ben and Momo stopped for a rest and to listen some more. Ben-Ben whispered, I don't get it, Master. It's like we can hear them within the cave walls, but we can't find where they are it's like they're inside the stone before Momo could answer another voice said they're below you Ben-Ben and Momo were startled and they spun around and grabbed for their weapons easy we're cave crashers we're residents of Gemrock Village said the man we? asked Momo noticing that he only saw one person I'm Tim said a voice from behind them Ben-Ben and Momo spun around "'surprised to have been so easily snuck upon. "'And that's my brother Ray. "'I think we're after the same guys.' "'The four heroes came together to talk quietly. "'Yeah, we're pretty sure it's a scoundrel "'named uh the Mysterious Mr. Max,' said Momo. "'He's a powerful wizard. "'Probably some henchman in there, too. "'We tracked him here from Valley Town. "'Hey, how'd you two sneak up on us so easy?' Well, I wouldn't say it was easy, answered Tim, but we are cave crashers and we've been patrolling these caves for many years. Also, you seem to be going in circles. Uh, Yeah, I guess we were. Not used to tracking in dark caves, you know, said Momo. Like I said earlier, they're probably beneath this path, said Tim. Follow us. Ben-Ben and Momo followed the cave crashers along some of the same paths they had been walking on for hours. Tim stopped and felt along a wall, then pointed and showed the ninjas a crack in the side of the cavern wall. It was just big enough for a large man to slip through and was easily missed. It led directly to the top of an old wooden ladder. We've been here before, whispered Ray. This ladder leads to an old hallway, which curves into a large open room, Probably, it's where this Mr. Max is hiding. We'll lead the way. So again, Ben-Ben and Momo followed the cave crashers through a twist of dark stone hallways until finally the group noticed some light spilling around a corner. They crept near the edge. Tim took out a small tool. It looked like a mirror stuck to the end of a thin metal rod. He held the mirror out around the corner, and slowly moved it around to see what was in this large open room. "'There are four guys in there,' whispered Tim. Three henchmen and this wizard that you mentioned. "'He's near the back of the room, facing a table full of potions and powders. "'We'll take the three henchmen. You get the wizard. Good?' Everyone nodded, and the four began to creep around the corner." Inside this large open area, there were three big thugs milling about, sorting through some stolen treasure and sharpening tools and weapons. Ben-Ben and Momo crept along the wall to get to Max. They watched as Tim and Ray silently snuck up behind the thugs. The ninjas were amazed at how sneaky the cave crashers were. Without alerting the henchmen, they had snuck close enough to touch them. Once Ben-Ben and Momo were near Max's table, Tim and Ray struck. Just as one of the henchmen was turning around, Ray leaped into the air and thwacked him in the head with his fighting stick. At the same time, Tim went low and struck the henchman in the knee. Then just as the burly bandit was falling to the ground, Tim and Ray clasped his ankles and wrists in thin iron handcuffs. Ben-Ben and Momo were astonished that in a matter of seconds this big brute was completely immobilized. As the henchmen fell to the ground, Max the wizard turned away from the ninjas to see what the clatter was. This was their chance. Momo went high and Ben-Ben went low as they lunged for Max. But at the last second, Max saw them out of the corner of his eye. He spun around and held up his hand, his palm out. He cast a a magical, invisible force field and the ninjas crashed into it, full speed. They were knocked right onto their backs. Max dashed over to the table full of potions and grabbed a pouch full of purple powder. He threw the small pouch at Benben just as he and Momo were getting to their feet. Benben saw the pouch flying right at him and it was like time slowed down. He reached for his sword but it had been knocked away. He didn't know what was in that pouch but he knew it wasn't good. And just as that mystery pouch was at the top of its arc, a fighting stick thrown from across the room smashed into it and it exploded into a flash of flames and smoke. The blast knocked everyone down hard and the flashes put spots in everyone's eyes. "'What happened?' stammered Ben-Ben as he struggled to his feet. "'He threw an explosive at you,' said Tim. "'I hit it with my stick. Anybody hurt?' Uh, I've got this big scrape on my shoulder, said one of the henchmen laying on the ground. Oh, I'm not talking to you, said Tim. I think we're all right, said Momo. Looks like you saved Ben Ben's life. The wizard, yelled Ray, as he jumped to his feet and began running down the hallway. Long gone, said Momo. Max always uses his magic to slip away in seconds. But Ray didn't hear. He ran off anyway, eager to catch the crook that was setting up shop in his caves. "'What about us?' asked one of the henchmen. "'Jemrock Village has a jail, big fella,' said Tim. "'You'll be in it soon enough.' Momo walked over to Max's table of potions. It had been banged around in the blast, and some things had been knocked to the floor. He began picking things off the floor and putting them on the table, organizing things. "'What did you find?' asked Ben-Ben. Some of the stuff he stole from the witches in the rock fields, said Momo. I guess he needed some supplies to make his potions. That's why he was stealing from all around Valley Town." Momo turned to face the cave crashers. Ray walked back into the room, winded from chasing Max. (sighs) You were right. He's gone. Gone without a trace, he said. Amazing. We can usually track anybody through these caves. Like I said, he's a pretty powerful wizard, said Momo. I've been up against him so many times, but he always disappears before I can grab him. Listen, you two are pretty good with those fighting sticks. Ben-Ben and I are the only two patrolling the entire Valleytown region. If you're looking to get out of these caves and join a dojo, we'd love to have you." Tim and Ray looked at each other and smiled. Tim said, We'll think about it. Ben-Ben and Momo then returned to Valleytown. Tim and Ray delivered the three henchmen to the Gemrock Village Jail. The next morning, instead of prepping to crash the caves, they packed their bags and headed to the Valley Town Dojo. The end. I hope you liked today's episode. You can check out our new website, kidstoriespodcast.com, for a map showing where Momo and Ben-Ben tracked Max. Uh, Please leave us a review on iTunes, and thanks so much for listening.